Welcome to Mike Ferry Strategies, the official MFO podcast. Hear from Mike Ferry himself, or maybe one of his speakers, possibly one of his top coaches, and even top producers from around North America. Agents, each week you will learn how to increase your production to develop a successful mindset, make more money, and get the most out of the Mike Ferry sales system. This podcast is your portal to expert real estate training, helping you become a top producing agent. Let's get started. Welcome back. Thanks for joining in again today to Mike's Strategies Podcast. Tony Smith here again with you today. You know, we have talked about all different kinds of strategies. I hope you enjoyed the 50 plus, 100 plus, and 150 plus thoughts. I hope some of those thoughts resonated with you. If you haven't had a chance to listen to that, they're still available for you. In fact, all these podcasts, you know how it works. They all queue up and you can go back and listen to those over and over and check in with it. It is one of the things that we understand in the Mike Ferry organization that Mike has been trying to teach us all is how often we need to hear a message before anything happens and how rare anybody is interested in listening back to a message. You know, I'll bet if you went back and listened to those last two podcasts, and let's say you went back and listened a couple times, I'll bet they would sound completely different each time because the material is, there's so much involved, right? Uh, You ever read a book and think you have it forever? There are some books you probably should read every year for the rest of your life. Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Probably should read that every year for the rest of your life, right? Um, We were just talking about a book straight to the point that Mike Ferry had written. If you want to, something you want to really understand, pick up the book straight to the point and read it once a year. It helps you grow your real estate business, right? But many of these messages, one pass through is never, ever going to get you there, right? We have people in coaching uh, that have been coming to events for 30 plus years, and they come to two or three or four Mike Ferry events every year for 30 plus years. And people say, what are you, crazy? You're going to come back and back? Every time they come back, they go, wow, I didn't hear that last time. I I remember hearing that years ago, but I never did anything about it. It is your understanding of the repetition required. Today, we're going to have fun. We're going to talk about cycles, ruts, and 20%. Okay? It's It's an odd title, I know, but I want to have you consider a few things. The real estate business is cyclical. There are cycles. Mike Ferry has been trying to teach us and have us understand that there are cycles. If you're studying your real estate stats on a regular basis, if you're watching the market, if you've been in real estate for a long time, if you've been in real estate for 10, 15, 20 years, you've seen in action cycles. If you've been in the real estate business a year or two, you know one cycle, hot market, right? Well, real estate is in cycles and it's been cycling since real estate began. There are periods of time where the market is red hot. There are periods of time where it drops significantly. There are periods of time where it's flat. Cycles, right? And most real estate agents are dramatically affected by these cycles. They always seem shocked by it. They're surprised. Oh my gosh, I hope it doesn't go down. Oh my gosh, what about a bubble, right? All of these things cause all of this angst and anxiety with real estate agents. The sooner you understand and adopt the fact that there's cycles. If history says that the market has gone up and down for 150 years in cycles, uh, wouldn't it make sense that the market is probably going to go up and down for the next 150 years, right? I mean, if a market just went straight up, how long would it take before no one could afford a home? 
If a market went up 20, 30, 40% a year, every year for 20 straight years, you'd have to make millions of dollars a year to afford a house. It's, it's impossible, it's, it, there's cycles. Our, our cost of living uh, continues to go up, yes, uh, but our wages don't go up like that. Is someone gonna pay uh, a regular job a millions of dollars? How's that ever gonna work? You'll have to buy a hamburger for $900 a piece. It's not gonna work. So cycles, our real estate market is gonna cycle up and down. Yes, there's parts of the country that don't see big spikes up and down, little spikes uh, up and down. There's other parts of the country, um, west coast, east coast, down the southeast, that they tend to spike up and down a little more when things change. It's a little more volatile. Well, we have to understand that. And then there's cycles for you personally. We have cycles. You know, we have the luxury of looking at a lot of great agents' numbers and that have been around us for many, many, many years in coaching. And it's not uncommon for us to point out an agent that, you know, I have to check something. We have your numbers for the last five years, and I really have to understand, why is it that you tend to not do a whole lot of business in July and August every year? What is going on there? Like, we know that the real estate market where you live happens to be really strong in July and August, but for the last five years, you tend to not do a lot of business. Well, you know, we take our holiday vacation in July and my vacation typically lasts a week, but I don't do anything the two weeks before my vacation and I don't do anything the two weeks after my vacation. So that's probably why I have this big gap every year in July and August, right? Or there's people that their cycle is they, they come in really, really slow to the year and then have to build it up through the year and then they wind it all the way down at the end of the year. Cycles. And all the while, there's a the steady stream of houses listing and selling every day. Yes, it does go up and down seasonally. I understand if you live in, you know, in the upper northeast and it's cold as can be and there's, you know, three feet of snow on the ground and two below zero. I understand that will affect market. Yes, right? But at the same time, how strong or have you identified any of your cycles? Do you have a cycle of, you know, knocking out three or four great transactions and then kind of taking a break mentally for a couple months and then you have to build it all back up again? Do you have those short-term cycles? Do you have a cycle where anytime you get bruised at all, you know, you have a couple of listings cancel, you kind of give in a little bit and your business uh, spirals a little bit? Cycles. We must understand what Mike is trying to have us do with cycles. Understand what the cycles are in the industry where you live and try to work hard to understand your cycles to see if you can straighten them out a little better. If you do those two things um, and understand it, your business has a chance of projecting upwards. Then I wrote down the word ruts. Ruts. We can all be in a rut. We have all gotten in a rut. You can get in a rut in our industry. You can be churning along and, and get in a pattern and a path and get in, you know, this is pretty good productive habits and then I, I'm productive. And then those productive habits can actually turn into a rut where you're not producing more deals, right? Uh, a rut can actually turn into a slump. I even hate to say the word out loud, slump, but we've all been there and, and maybe you're in one now. Maybe you can talk about and remember the slump you were in, but Ruts are very interesting in real estate because oftentimes we create them by the way we take action or not. You know, the action we take creates ruts. 
We get into a little pattern of, you know, I only get my business from these two spots. I get my business from these two spots. Well, if those two spots are not producing a lot of business because of a real estate market cycle, you find yourself in a rut and that year doesn't produce so well. You know, think about it. Think uh, about, uh, uh, you know, that equalizer on your old stereo system, right? You used to see the bars go up and down. Well, in real estate, it's like that too. There's times where, you know, many of your past customers and just regular people are listing and selling like crazy. And then there's many times where properties aren't selling at all. And so it's kind of a distressed situation. So it's only people that are, you know, the distressed properties, bank owned and short sales. And, and you, you, you've lived in this if you've been around real estate at all. Okay. But where are you personally in a rut? Are you in a rut with your eating habits? Are you in a rut with your time management? Are you in a rut with your prospecting? Uh, are you in a rut with just the amount of business you do? You know, um, we often will find an agent that for four or five or six years in a row will set a goal. I want to do 35 transactions. I did 20 last year and they do 20 again this year. No, this is the year I want to do 35 transactions this year and they do 20 transactions again. Okay. No, that's it. That's enough. I've had enough. I'm fed up. I want to do 35 transactions. I do 20. We see a lot of agents that will have very similar um, paths of income for four or five, six, seven, eight years in a row, but have a goal to do more. Is that you? If it is, you might just be in a rut. We've talked about it a million times. The definition of insanity. I keep doing the same stuff, but this year I hope it's going to make me 35 deals instead of 20. Well, it didn't. Okay, I keep doing the same stuff. You're in a rut. And you have to recognize that uh, for production to grow, you have to break out of, out of ruts. So where are you in a rut? Where has your production been? Where in your day-to-day -day activities are you maybe in a rut that you need to shake things up? Okay. And then we look at 20% because our rule of thumb in the Mike Ferry system is that you should be able to add 20% increase in your productivity or production year after year after year after year after year. Okay. If you're in a growth mode, right, it's a totally different story. If you want to, hey, I've got my business up to 50 deals a year and all I want to do is maintain and see if I can't give myself a little more free time. That's a different story. But if you're in a place where I want to do more deals and make more money and more production, you're in a growth mode, we believe that you should be able to add 20% of, of additional transactions to your business year after year after year. Okay, minimum, minimum. And what we've noticed is this 20%, there's a little series of things that have come up, which I want to give you, that we've noticed have been... I guess the guidelines are some things you really need to pay attention to if you want to add 20% year after year. And there's some things that you need to consider for yourself. Okay, First, you have to recognize, have I been adding 20% minimum per year onto my number of transactions? You notice I didn't say onto my income. Many people have made more money this year but have done less deals because of the market. Right. But let's look at some things. Okay. If you would like to add 20% minimum year on year on year, think about a few of these thoughts. The first thought I wrote down, your business must continually grow by predictable sources. It must continually grow by predictable sources. What do I mean by predictable? If I do actions A, B, and C, I know I'm going to get a listing. That's predictable. 
If I talk to 50 people in this source, I know it will cause me a listing appointment. If I go on two listing appointments, I get a listing. That's predictable, right? Many of the sources that are going now aren't predictable. Well, I post an ad in the internet. How much business comes rolling in? I send a mail out. Can't really predict the results, right? Yes, if I do if I do 10,000 mail outs a month at a huge expense, you can start to predict what's going to come in, right? I sit in open house. How many people are going to show up to that? I don't know. Can you guarantee 50? It's hard to do. If you want 20% year on year, you've got to get more and more business from predictable sources. Uh, the next one, point two I wrote down. If you want to grow by 20% a year, you have to give up on some of your excuses. You know, you can't carry the same excuse from one year to the next to the next and break through production numbers. Well, you know, I just don't manage my mornings well. I don't like to show up to the office on time, right? Um, I'm never organized, so I just can't get my organization together. I don't know what to say to a seller, so I don't get that many listings, right? Those are excuses. You have to pretty much get on a rhythm of breaking your excuses on a regular basis, right? You can't carry excuses from one year to the next. I wrote, if you want to grow 20% a year, you must learn to operate from a business plan, okay? Uh, if you can't shift your business to an aggressive business plan from one year to the next, it's really hard to add production from one year to the next because there's no plan, because there's no guidelines, there's no direction on the ship. And you've got to learn to work from a business plan. A true business plan, if you ever want to add 20%, you basically have to plan to add 20% every year. And you have to follow that plan. Okay. We've talked about four, number four before. Um, you must spend 75% of your time earning income. Right? Hey, I did 20 deals this year and I'm really honest. I spent about 20% of my time earning income. If you want to do 30 deals next year, you need to spend 50% of your time earning income, right? And you've got to continually increase how much of your time is actually spent earning and finding deals and how much of your time is servicing deals. Many people that are stuck at a level of production spend way too much time servicing their transactions. They can't get past it because they're servicing the deals. Servicing the 20 is blocking them from getting 30. I hope that makes sense, okay? Uh, the next one, what is it, five? Five on the list. If you want to uh, go from 20% a year, you've got to get more sources of business. What we know is that one source wonder. Gosh, this year, Tony, I got 20 deals from my past clients. Next year, I got 21 deals from my past clients. Oops, I went back to 18 deals from my past clients. You, it's really hard to add 20% a year if you're only looking in one source. If you listen back to some of our previous podcasts, if you go to mikeferry.com, we literally give you 60-some ways to find business. You've got to have four or five or six of them. So which sources are you going to add next? If you're not adding a source every year or two, it's hard to go up 20% a year, okay? Uh, I know a lot of people aren't going to like six. Uh, you must limit the amount of time you spend working with buyers. If you really want to add 20% a year, you've got to limit the amount of time you spend working with buyers because buyers have proven to be inefficient. They take a lot of time to put a deal together. They cause a lot of emotion. We need them. 
Yes, they're, they're required. We got to have buyers to make the world go round. But at the same time, if you personally choose to work with a lot of buyers, it's hard to add production year after year. Man, just the thought I think about, okay, so I closed a hundred buyer deals this year. Oh my gosh. Just the thought of that gives me chills up and down my spine. What an incredible nightmare that would be. A hundred buyer sales? Oh my gosh. Torture. <laughs> okay. I know some of you are mad right now. It's okay. <laughs> right? Uh, if you want to add 20% a year, you must increase your attention to delegation. Right? Oftentimes doing deals is for you to, is, is because of your ability to consistently, and I mean year after year, hand off more and more of the duties that you shouldn't be doing. If you want to do more deals, you have to do less paperwork. If you want to do more deals, you have to do less administration. If you want to do more deals, you have to do less chasing a client around in circles, right? Um, doing your own research, all these things, right? Increased production means you have to systematically move away more things that you shouldn't. Your delegation has got to get stronger and stronger from one year to the next. Uh, if you want to do more deals next on the list, you must eliminate your distractions. Okay. If you have a, you have a family and they have free access to you 24 seven when you're at work, they can call and drag you home. And I understand we all love our family. We want to do that. But if you, if that's a major distraction that's actually impeding on your growth, if you can't reduce that distraction, right? If you just can't separate from Facebook six, seven hours a day, you're not going to have the time and space to add 20% on your business next year. What are your biggest distractions that keep you from being productive? In a real job, you're not allowed those distractions. Right in a real job, could you sit at uh, at the desk at the front of a hotel at a high end hotel? Could you sit there on your phone on Facebook all day? Would they allow you to do that to keep your job? No. If you work in an assembly line in a factory, would they allow you to be on uh, answering emails all day? No. Right. You've got to eliminate your distractions if you're going to move from one level to the next. Uh, the next on the list. You must shift from transactions, focusing on transactions versus commissions and volume. Okay, the big trap in the world is volume. Everybody wants to talk about how much volume they did. All the major brokerages want to talk about how much volume. It's a very natural thing to talk about. It's more exciting. $20 million in volume, right? It's a definitely more exciting than doing, you know, 30 deals, right? But if you want to add business year after year, you have to focus on the number of transactions you do and you have to lock into adding 20% more listings taken, right? If you can add 20% more listings taken from one year to the next, the money will work itself out, okay? Uh, next on the list, if you want to continue up the ladder, you've got to start minimizing the amount of time you get caught up in technology. Every single company in the world is technology, technology, technology. And also, we can all agree that we've got some new technology and brought a new program on our computer, a new something, and three or four days disappears while we're trying to figure it out. It's broken. It's not working. We can't get it to work right, right? You know, uh, my computer froze up. Uh, my, my, you know, my Instagram account, you know, we've seen some of the major providers of technology have problems, haven't we? Right? If you stick in technology too much, you can't grow. All right. And then the last one I want to give you uh, that you really need to understand 
If you want to grow from one year to the next, you have to understand why consistent prospecting is a problem for you. It is very hard to add 20% a year, year after year after year, if you hold on to and maintain high, high resistance to prospecting. Your prospecting has to improve, it has to get stronger, it has to get more consistent, you have to add more sources, you have to talk to more people. And it's the only way to keep moving things up the chain. Right? So it's a short list, uh, but I wanted to have you understand that there are cycles in our industry, understand yours, there are ruts in our industry, where could you be in one, and then you can add 20% every year whether there's a cycle or not if you take this advice of Mike Ferry with these thoughts. Hope it helps. This is all what we do. Uh, it's Mike Ferry Strategies. I'm excited to spend time with you. Thanks for spending some time with me. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Join us next Friday for another episode of Mike Ferry Strategies. If you like our show, visit our website at www.mikeferry.com. And don't forget to check out the Mike Ferry TV podcast every Monday for new messages from Mike Ferry himself.